Welcome back, everyone, to the Nichols Esports Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Lockwood and Brandon Drake. Uh, we got a f- few things for you this afternoon uh, that we're going to be getting into. Not too crazy of news, to be honest, uh, this week in esports and gaming, but we'll get right back into it. New week, new us. Um, so we're going to start off E3 coming up pretty soon. E3 2020 list is... Um, Popped out some possible people coming in. Nice little leak. Starting from the top, Activision sort of figured that that would be the case. Uh, Amazon Gaming Studios. Amazon coming into the game, all right. Um, Bandai (laughs) Namco Entertainment America Inc. To be honest, this is going to be a struggle for me with all these foreign ones. I don't even want to say that. Uh, Bethesda, uh, Capcom, USA, Epic Games for usual, uh, Calis, you want to try that? <laughs> Calypso. 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 Trying uh, real hard here. here. I'll, just, um, I'll, I'll take over. I sure. think I got a couple sure. of them. So we got Calypso Media Group, uh, NCSoft, RDS Industries, Sega, Square Enix, Take-Two, Tencent, THQ Nordic, uh, Ubisoft, Unnamed VR by Paracosma, Warner Brothers, and Exceed Games. And if you were keeping track, you probably noticed there's some large names that are missing from that list, such as Sony and Nintendo, which, I mean, they missed last year too, so that's not a really big surprise, but one of the larger ones missing is Microsoft, even though... Phil Spencer has confirmed that they would be in attendance. He's not on the; they're not on the official list. Yeah, that's sort of odd. I'm obviously expecting them to hop in, but you know, that's pretty weird. Also, nothing from Sony at all. Haven't seen anything from them either. Sort of surprising. Yeah. I mean, you would think if if Microsoft going, you would think Sony would go. You know, kind of get their their stuff out there not let um specifically the xbox get a, a head up but they've got their motives hey i mean hopefully we're gonna get some more news on xbox and sony games so like could possibly get them i'm sure that they're gonna go in like there's no reason for them not to really like in essence like most of the time they're the big guns at the at any gaming conference or showing of any sort of games game systems usually the biggest yeah what what is epic games gonna produce for us this time yeah you know epic games will come out with probably some some other company that they bought um i mean i don't know if you knew they recently acquired um psionics which is like rocket league so i mean they'll probably come out with some other merger that they've come up with or who knows? Maybe the surprises come out with a console, Epic console. Games console, maybe. Just straight, just a Fortnite emote. Yeah. <laughs> just that's it. That's the just, whole thing. Just a Fortnite machine. That's I, new stadium machine, basically just that. Amazon Games, what what is going on? Like, is Amazon really trying to take over everything? I f- I mean, they pr- they did that with the uh, delivery industry, so. 
why not move on to another one? You know. I mean, we'll see. I, I'm I'm not too worried about the gaming industry with them yet. I but I mean, Jeff Bezos was at the grand was it the Grammys or the Oscars recently? Probably Oscars. I think it was the Oscars. Probably he was Oscars. there. And I also saw they just bought like a gigantic house, like yeah. huge. But yeah. that's besides the point. I'd love after a divorce to just go out and buy a multi-million dollar house. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but other news that we are very excited about, extremely excited about, and will be the show. If I had PlayStation, I would be playing that every single day. When I used to have PlayStation, I did play it every single day. But 2020 seems ex- pretty exciting. Because full minor league rosters will be on day one. Yeah. I don't know about you, but if I had a PlayStation, I'd be playing that extensively. I mean, I did pre-order 20 uh, about a month ago, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, and anybody that plays MLB The Show would probably think the same thing. Like, oh, that's great. More content. Because, I mean, it's kind of going down the same road as like 2K and Madden. It's just the same game rehashed every year with new lineups. I mean, it's not really different. But um, they're really taking a new approach with this one. Yeah, uh, the number one thing the trailer put in was Tim Tebow himself fully in the game, which should be interesting if he still continues to play baseball. But, yeah, they got all the big prospects hopefully in the game, like, I don't know what they're going to do for legitimately. Like the people are just coming in, just got drafted. That's going to be like a tough bid to get. How are you going to get all these guys their overall rating? See, they've got um, algorithms that do that. So uh, like with live series cards specifically, they'll have an algorithm that they'll plug in all these players stats and it'll the like their algorithm will come up with a rating or, or different ratings for different categories. And then they'll average it out. So, I mean, I don't think that'll be a problem. I think implementing them all into um, like different types of cards. So you have you'll have a gold for one player, and then maybe you'll have a silver of him three years ago that he did really good. That'll probably be the hardest part. And also just like going with overall potential for like right. the um, league games, um, being my GM basically for. I haven't been in MLB show for a while, like because I've had Xbox, so trying to remember which the actual mode game is, but... Um, Diamond Dynasty. Diamond Dynasty, but then just like the regular like GM type. Yeah, so franchise. Franchise, there yeah. you go. That's the word I was thinking of. But that franchise was my... Yeah. Like, it was my game. Like, that's just what I want to do. Always just, back in the day, just put every single player on the Yankees and just see how the team went. <laughs> that was mine. And then actually trying to figure out how to be a GM. I mean, a little off topic here, but on on the Yankees, you know, Garrett Cole showed up for his first day the other day. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Exciting stuff for us. Um, We're unfortunately in the wrong area to be talking about this. Extremely unfortunate. But (laughs) if Tim was here, he'd be yelling at us. Um, Yeah. Exciting stuff. I'm going to be honest. Hopefully this season gets a little bit more exciting and a little bit less controversial with everything that's going on. But we'll see. Can't it can't cheat in the game though. Right. <laughs> back 
back to the gaming slash esports industry. Um, Disney. Disney wants developers to, quote, come and play with its properties. Now, I know when I think Disney, I, th- I think, you know, stingy. They own everything. I mean, they, they pretty much own everything in the entertainment industry almost. I'd, I'd say so. They're, it seems like they're the Amazon of entertainment industry yeah. right now. Besides, obviously, they're getting there with the streaming industry. Um, but they are really going after it. And honestly, the gaming industry... I feel like has wanted a lot of Disney properties. Personally, I'm a huge fan of superheroes and being that Marvel. Um, I'm not a huge DC fan, but I will say DC has easily produced the best superhero games that have been out there, especially Batman. Batman games, top notch. And they're coming out with one soon. One's supposed to come out relatively soon. If I... My I memory think, is right. Yeah, I think um, late to late twenty twenty to early twenty twenty one. I believe that's that's gonna be big. I'm gonna be on that game twenty four seven. But speaking of, on that topic of Marvel, they also just literally announced. Well, not announced, but put out their second trailer for um the Avengers game that's coming in. I think it's September. Somewhere around there. It's August September. Um. Which, that's like the first real Marvel game since the, um, what was it called? Uh, Ultimate Alliance. I don't think I played that one. Ultimate Alliance 1, I played a lot. Ultimate Alliance 2 wasn't great. And I mean, it, at that point in time, I forget the developer, like, it was probably EA, let me be honest, because it was literally, you had to pay were the extra characters to unlock them so i'm figuring it was ea but yeah. i could com- be completely wrong but that, that's the best guess that sounds like ea <laughs> well i mean okay so on this on this topic it's pretty exciting news considering um games like spider-man success and not spider-man success but the success of the game spider-man and jedi fallen order both of which have received extremely great reviews i mean i think i played like the demo of Fallen Order, and it was really fun. I played the full game. I, um, Tim had it, and I was like, all right, that's, it seems like a really interesting game. I'm not huge into Star Wars, but I loved Star Wars games, um, being basically Lego Star Wars at that point in time when I was younger, but I was really interested in it, and I ended up buying it almost like a weekend after him, and I, beat him by like a week to the end it was a really good game like it was really really good um story development was pretty good like it seemed if you put it in a movie like it could be a movie or a tv show or something like that could have been a little bit longer to be honest but for what it was like it was really really good to um my eyes it's good you know this 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 newly opened access for developers to play with, or to not play with, to develop with these games and, and use these properties willingly, um, is is huge for game development. I mean, like like Steven was talking about with uh, Fallen Order. That's what happens when you get almost full control of of being able to choose what happens with your game and developing it how you want to, instead of being forced by Disney to make it their way or to have to ask them every time you want to use something. Yeah, that's probably the biggest part for them to actually, like, to be honest, 
if someone makes a good game and you see that they're making a good game and they know what they're doing, like you're going to make your money no matter what, like you're making, you're probably going to make money on it. Your Disney property. People love Disney. Like, um, it just fits the mold. Young Disney stuff, like Monsters Inc. or anything like that. Like Kingdom Hearts had all the Disney stuff. It fits really well with the younger audience. Makes a lot of money because kids ask for games all the time. I remember when I was a kid, always asking, like, I think it was until probably I was like 20 that my parents finally hadn't bought me a game for Christmas or my birthday. That was literally like the la- the first time that ever <laughs> they literally said it to me. I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. It's a huge market. It's that's crazy what like kids will get their parents to buy them. I mean, oh, yeah. like the pet industry being the largest one. That's crazy because people love their pets. They'll buy stuff for their pets. But then gaming is slowly approaching pet the pet industry and and, and probably going to surpass it within the foreseeable future. I mean, I think that sort of is helped by the fact that parents are buying their kids iPads just to basically shut them up. Just like, here, just have the iPad, just stare at it for 24 hours and then go to bed. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to deal with you, whatever it is, just to get them distracted in a way. Games are distracting in that way. Just keep kids' minds on it, and that's about it. And then they get addicted, but that's besides the point. <laughs> and it's becoming a really, really big industry in that fact, just targeting the younger kids. Yeah, that's crazy. Disney, man. Disney is... They're really going for it. This They're doing things right. I mean... As long as they buy out every single franchise like they seem that they're doing, they're going to do it right. Can't lose if you own everything. Um, all right. So let's let's move on to um, live streaming. So 2020, just, just January so far, 2020 has proved very successful for live streaming platforms. Uh, total live streaming watch hours, view hours, up 17% which is roughly 500 million hours. So, I mean, put that into perspective. Twitch alone in January of 2019 had 800,000 or 800 million, excuse me, 800 million view hours. And it's up around 40, 40 million for 2020. That's just Twitch. That doesn't include YouTube, Facebook, Mixer, or any of the other ones. That's crazy. That's, it's stupid the amount of hours that people are watching but like i mean if someone's going to be watching something it's either going to be tv or gaming and it's just the trend has started to move over to watching people that people can actually relate to it's sort of like the reality tv aspect that we've grown into like reality tv has become one of the biggest monsters out of all of the tv shows and this you can literally Instead of just watching them be themselves, you can connect and actively interact with them. I have a quick figure. I just plugged in 800 million hours into Google. And in days, that's 33 million days. That's crazy. That's just in January. That's stupid. (laughs) That's crazy. That's just Twitch. I mean, 
if if you don't if you still don't think that gaming or live streaming or esports is a viable industry you you should take a look take a look around and especially just like that's an increase in one month 17 percent well like, that i did total that time no i know but i'm yeah. saying like just 17 percent in one month increase that's ridiculous like it's been increasing steadily and then you hit 17 like 17 percent on anything in any industry increasing that much is huge within one month that's huge and that doesn't include this isn't holiday season either it's once you get around december a little bit before december um and people are are getting presents or or like doing quote research parents are doing quote research for games they they go on these platforms and and like look for reviews or advice from these quote professional video game players which i i never really knew that but like i guess it's the new way <laughs> there's a there's a slight spike there's always a slight spike around holiday season and you know, i also could just be like new games and stuff like that but like yeah. i i understand what and where it, that's in it could be people are getting more platforms to watch these things on so yeah like you true. mentioned iPads. ipads that's definitely a big add-on but i'm not i'm not surprised that it's starting to go up because more and more kids you know it's a new year more and more kids are becoming that age where they're like we know games we love games can get into that industry and it's a big jump. What really surprised me with this figure is that when um, were you following the live streaming game when Ninja switched over to Mixer? Uh, not. No, I don't think so. That that was supposed to be the downfall of Twitch, according to a lot of people. That was going to be the Twitch's downfall. Mixer was going to be the new number one. All of a sudden, a lot of people switched over to Mixer, started streaming to Mixer because that was going to be the new number one. Twitch is still more than triple the second place streaming platform in, in view hours in one month. And Mixer's third, uh, fourth on the list. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook gaming shot up. It, what, went up 300% or so? Yeah. Around there? And YouTube gaming still up there, predominantly in second, which is still basically half of what twitch is but i mean you take one guy you take two guys three being courage uh three being courage shroud and um ninja like being in my mind the top three there was a lot of other people that went over but you only take a few guys out people are still gonna have their others like i have i have my main people that i watch but there are alternates that are in there that usually are probably the more consistent streamers than the top ones because the top ones have more leeway. But, like, you still have people that you want to watch and want to go to. And you also, the thing is, people get into habits. You know, the 21 days or whatever it is, habit. Um, they got into a habit. Go on my phone. I instantly check Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, sometimes Twitch not really on my phone i'm more of a computer user with that but like you know you go to those apps that you're used to going to so if you have that normal just 
daily thing where you go on Twitch, you go to this person. If this person's not streaming, you go to the next person down the list. You add in Mixer, like, I don't know. People don't really, you got to get into the habit of doing it. But like one person, I'm going to go watch one person on Mixer. I need to know when it's scheduled. I'm just going to watch for Twitter. Oh, I'm up. Okay, maybe I'll tune in. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that habit. Like, if you've got, like I do, I have Twitch saved on my my favorites bar. So I'll just go, oh, nothing new on YouTube. I'm going to go watch Twitch. Oh, he's streaming. Okay. I'm on Twitch for another two, three hours, depending on what I'm doing. Excuse me. And and you get into that habit. You can't really shake that. You're not going to really, unless you're a dedicated fan, you're not going to follow somebody to a completely different platform that you don't know about. That's like Ninja's numbers completely plum oh, not plummeted. He's still streaming for like twenty, thirty thousand people. But compared to streaming for seventy thousand people on Twitch when Fortnite was big, going over to Mixer and not having all those people switch over just because they weren't comfortable switching over. They see Twitch, they know Twitch, and they've got other people, like you said, they got other people, other go to's that they watch on Twitch. Oh, he's not streaming? Oh, he is, she is. I feel like in some facts, like you know ninjas not on twitch you know that for a fact like it happened whatever but like sometimes your mind goes a little bit and you're like oh ninja's not streaming today you might think that just because it was such a habit that oh ninja's not streaming today i'll go to someone else and you're like wait he's on mixer why am i thinking that he's on what what am i doing the one that got me was i was watching tim and Ninja was playing with Tim. I was like, wow, that's weird. Ninja never like plays while he doesn't stream. That's weird. There, there you go. There's one of the facts. You can still watch Ninja. You can just watch him on Tim's channel, on Courage's channel on YouTube, on Dr. Lupo's channel on Twitch. Like, You don't have to per se watch Ninja, especially he's mostly, I'd say he's mostly like a group type of guy. Like He does his solo stuff, but like the essence of him is like his group of friends and all those guys so you can still watch them through other facets you don't have to go on mixer especially if you're watching tim because he's usually dead by the time the game starts no. <laughs> so he'll spe- he'll, he'll be spectating ninja the entire time don't do that to tim sorry tim that's he's not listening that's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. are you sure tim's not listening are I you promise. sure I we promise. never know but Maybe a uh, baby brewer is uh, watching. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you don't, you don't have to watch Ninja. You can still see him through other content, which that's it's a tough fact. Actually, one of the people, um, I don't know if you know Toast, Disguised Toast. I think I used to watch him. He's a League of Legends guy mostly, um, and Hearthstone. Um, and he went over to Facebook Gaming. And he was streaming the other day on Twitch. He's like, people were like, what are you doing? Like, someone actually had, like, the tagline of Mark Zuckerberg as their name. And they were like, you're done. Like, you're out. Blah, blah, blah. But he was like, you know, Facebook, like, lets me do my own thing. And it's like, what? That makes no sense for them to do that. Twitch doesn't do that. I know as a Twitch affiliate slash partner, you cannot stream on any other platform. They... (laughs) There are some cases where they don't even let you take clips from your channel and post them on social media. Which is just ridiculous. ridiculous. Like, yeah. Especially in the fact that 
they don't allow you to keep your stuff besides clips. Like clips stay there what forever probably, right? Clips, I think if you're a partner forever and then uh like full streams affiliate is 14 days and, and 30, 30 days for partner. Yeah, so like the clips may stay there forever, but how long is a clip? Like the most maybe a minute. Seconds, yeah. Yeah, like not really long. You lost your whole thing. Like what other places do you get to make money on? Like that's why people are switching over. Like we I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but um yeah, it's it's sort of rough out there in the waters for Twitch, but clearly with these numbers that we're looking at, it's not that rough. Yeah, no, this is this is the field to get into right now. I mean, I don't know what your plan is after college, but if you <laughs> If you got an opportunity to get into one of these places, oh my god! Yeah, that's we were sort of talking about it a little bit. Like, if we won the lottery, we were gonna buy a whole setup basically as soon as possible because just we love gaming, first of all, and secondly, you can make some coin, which is honestly, I think YouTube would probably be my go-to just because of you can connect via streaming and all that stuff. Unless, unless you get the ability to do what a lot of you guys do is have your Twitch stream and then transfer it over to YouTube. But like that's still, I don't know. So I, I watched this guy on YouTube named Harris Heller. He's, he's um, a social media like guru. He, he was um, famous on Vine, famous on, he's famous on Instagram. He was famous on Twitch. He's famous on YouTube. He's got hundreds millions of followers millions of whatever and um he was talking about that do you start out on youtube do you start out on twitch and he says youtube start your following on youtube you've got the discoverability move it over to twitch where more of the opportunity for uh sponsorships and live donations is yeah because youtube's having the adpocalypse or whatever still i don't know if it's still in like the midst or like the tail end or whatever it is but better it's definitely been tough to get ads and sponsorships for a lot of guys huh raid shadow legends (laughs) that that game paid bank to get their name out there but it's working it's supposedly working but yeah, YouTube is, you got that space to just grow your community a little bit and then get those sponsorships on Twitch. Something to see. Wish wish that could happen. Raid Shadow Legends, <laughs> 4.8 stars, 160,000 ratings. Oh my god. Like, f- like 15 one-star ratings out of 160,000. I down I downloaded that game before all the YouTube stuff. I played it for probably like three minutes and got off. I don't know why it just wasn't my game, but then it just hit. It's it was one of those games at first where it was like you were playing another game and then you see that and it's like you see it every single like few minutes because you finish a game and pops up. Yeah, I don't know where they got this advertising budget from, but good on them. Yeah, I I wish I had that advertising budget. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, Damn. my God. Do we want to... You want to touch on PUBG a little bit? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, PUBG's... 
in the news for some good, some bad. Uh, not really on their end bad, but um, let's start with a good. Uh, Aviate Deathmatch mode. Not really huge into PUBG. Like, I played it a bit with Tim, but Aviate sounds pretty fun. Getting that solid team. But is it going to be like the 50 v 50 in Fortnite, like that's it so you're gonna have like a huge map with just 8v8 or is it 8v8 v8 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 to like 100 you know what i mean i've got a blurry list of rules here um first team to win the target amount uh of rounds takes the match so it sounds like conquest on battlefield that's kind of what it sounds like, um, which I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not very experienced with PUBG, but I feel like that would definitely almost speed up the game. Yeah, it can take, PUBG can take a little bit if you're not, you don't land and someone kills you right away, but AV8 <laughs> sounds pretty good. You just got, that's the only thing that isn't fun if you don't have a party of eight and you're just matchmaking with a few other people. You have no, like, some people just don't have that communication factor, don't have headphones, don't have a mic, like, it, I, okay, so I'm, I'm reading right here, it says it's going to be on seven small maps, so they're going to, they're going to take locations from the current uh, maps and then make smaller versions, like, smaller areas, so, I mean, that's pretty much a direct shot at Call of Duty mm -hmm. for competition-wise, which, I mean, good on them, yeah, like, PUBG is doing something that Fortnite isn't doing and, and is adding all of these interesting game modes and maps. And, I mean, Fortnite, yeah, they're successful as all hell, but PUBG's doing doing good good stuff over here. Yeah, it's not too bad. And, it's, you know, pretty cheap game com in comparison. Like, they're... This is one of the things that you like to see from games is coming out with different types of content, different things that people want. Listening to the audience, and I mean, I, I like I said, I'm not a big PUBG f fan or player, so I don't really know how the popularity is. But I mean, when Fortnite kind of came out, PUBG kind of subsided, um, almost died, but I think they're resurrecting themselves. They're they're still fighting, which is good. Yeah, it it died pretty heavily. Like it was Fortnite, and then. PUBG like started to gain their popularity back and then Apex hit in and then Apex killed it a little bit and then Apex really fell off the face of the earth and then PUBG got four. back. Apex season four apparently is, is very good. I have heard that, but man, I downloaded that game. I played like for maybe a week. It was just not, I wished I was better at shooting games because there's so many good shooting games out there. But it was just not my cup of tea. But this, uh, the PUBG is 10 minutes, first to 50. So, nice quick game, 10 minutes at most. Like, that's that's Call of Duty territory. That's solid. That's that's good stuff. That's that's ground war. That's Call of Duty ground war, which is what a lot of Call of Duty fans are missing right now. And which is, it seems, if I'm reading this right, yeah. So you get, there are eight spawn kits, so eight loadouts. So instead of having to, like, do all the looting and everything like that, which takes a decent bit of time when 
dropping in or anything like that, like it can speed up the game even more. And you can also have the specific class that you like. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe. I mean, how much is PUBG right now? Probably 15, 30 I think bucks? it was like 20 when I bought it, and that was two summers ago. So might have to pick PUBG up. Yeah, might have to check it out again. Yeah. I might have to re-download it because I knock it off. Oh, my God. I I spent yesterday and part of today downloading the Call of Duty update. And we weren't supposed to talk about Call of Duty. It was an 80 gigabyte update. Call of Duty right now is 170 something gigabytes. Why did you 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 haven't played it in a month? Why did you download I, it? I wanted to try Rust. <laughs> you see, Rust is out. Rust is back. Ghost is back. You can't not try it out. Just like you can't not talk about it. Like we yeah, weren't exactly. going to talk about it. Just, it. <laughs> it just happens. That's funny. But um, so let's go to the bad. It's not bad on PUBG's part, but unfortunately. Due to the um, coronavirus fears, they are not having their esports tournament in Germany, which I don't want to say it's pretty big news, but that's still pretty big news. Like a lot of the European stuff's getting shut down. Nintendo has having their stuff halted. Sony's probably having their stuff halted just because of all the craziness that's going over there. Like it's a big hit. Like, even though PUBG's not huge, huge, it's still, like... I mean, League of Legends tournaments were postponed. It's backed up. A lot of manufacturing companies are being hit really hard. Um, Counter-Strike and Dota 2, both 2020 World uh, Electronic Sports Games events, were completely canceled outright. Like, it's not even coming this year just because of it. That's a huge hit. Uh, Overwatch canceled some of their matches. Like it's a, it's becoming a pretty big deal. Not just you know, we don't even have to talk about the health side. Just we know that's an issue, but just complete entertainment and like lifestyle wise, people's lives are changed. People are losing money. Like how much money did these organizations lose because of that? Lost viewers, lost people that they could possibly gain for complete fans. Just like big struggle huge anything else you would like to talk about i think we're pretty good for today to be honest got not like we said before not really big in uh news this week yeah hopefully some more stuff coming out next week actually next week which i completely forgot to discuss with you <laughs> but uh Brittany jacobs uh teacher from Nichols College, she was with me uh, teaching the esports class. She's going to be coming on next week, so stay in tune for that. But for right now, Brendan and I are headed out. Everyone have a good day. See you all next week. <laughs>